Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Nineveh repented. Nineveh turned to God. But Nineveh was not discipled. So in the days of Nahum, Nineveh was overthrown and destroyed again. Give me my Bible. I like to read the commentary and open it to the book of Nahum. The book of Nahum. Look at the introduction. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. Nineveh had been given the privilege of knowing the one true God under Jonah's preaching. This great Gentile city had repented and God had graciously stayed his judgment. Lawyers call it stay of execution. Uh, however, a hundred years later, Nahum proclaims the downfall of this same city. The Assyrians have forgotten their revival and have turned to their habits of violence, idolatry, and arrogance. As a result, Babylon will so destroy the city that no trace of it will remain. A prophecy fulfilled in painful detail. Nahum chapter 1 verse 1. Somebody said Nahum. <laughs> Verses 1 and 2 of chapter 1 The burden against Nineveh The book of the vision of Nahum the Alkoshite God is jealous and the Lord avenges The Lord avenges and is furious The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries And he reserves wrath for his enemies Verse 14 Verse 14 Nahum 1, verse 14. The Lord has given a command concerning you. Your name shall be perpetuated no longer. Out of the house of your gods, I will cut off the carved image and the molded image. Nineveh, your doom has come. And if you read another portion of scripture, you will say, according to the word of Jonah, the son of Amittai. When God speaks, he doesn't return to him void. If you repent, he will relent. Here then is the main reason or the main lesson for the sign of Jonah the prophet. Here is the main lesson from the sign of Jonah the prophet. What the first Adam lost, the last Adam reclaimed and restored. And what Jonah lost, 
Jesus, greater than Jonah, reclaimed and restored. Someone may ask how. I will show you in split seconds. Are you ready? I said what the first Adam lost, the last Adam reclaimed and restored. And what Jonah lost, greater than Jonah, reclaimed and restored. How? In John chapter 21, by the Sea of Tiberias, Jesus had risen from the dead, and the disciples were totally confused. He kept on appearing and disappearing. And Peter said, guys, I go a fishing. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. You will not tempt me. <laughs> I go a fishing. And the rest who are also bored. See, boredom will make you do anything. They said, we will go with you. They labored all night. They caught nothing. Here comes Jesus in the morning and said to them, Children, have you any meat? Go and get that tape in the archives. Preached it many years ago, maybe 25, maybe 28. Children, have you any meat? Is he walking without me? Now that you've gotten into your boat, he didn't ask them about questions, questions relating to the boat and their now. Is it working? Oga chairman. Oga vice president and president. Is it working? CEO. Is it working? By means of strength shall no man prevail. Ask yourself, what I am doing, is it working? All the jugglings, is it working? Am I getting tangible results to show? Is input rewarded by output? Is it working? They said, no. Is that okay now? Cast your nets to the right. And they caught multitude of fish that was difficult to drag to the land. Then John woke up and said, it is the Lord. He recognized why. Because this had happened before. In Luke chapter 5, Peter, James, and John, they, they are reciting exam. With God, you don't fail. You continue to repeat class, you pass. Do you understand me? But how long do you want to stay in one class forever? Cast your net to the right. John said, it is the Lord. When Peter had, he jumped into the sea and ran and swam. Lord, nice to see you again. <laughs> and they found cake and fish already baked waiting for them what they caught is raw what he had prepared for them is finished product so sit down and have breakfast 
He made sure that he fed Peter. That's why on the 26th in the evening, 26th of May, we are going to have a farewell corporate communion like no other communion. He fed him three times. As he put the food in his mouth, Peter, do you love me more than this? He said, yes, Lord. I love you. Feed my sheep. Then he gave it to him to eat a second time. Peter, do you love me more than this? Lord, do you know that I love you? Okay. Feed my lamb. Then he took it, he thought, Peter, he said, Lord, you know all things. I don't understand anymore. I don't know. You know all things. He said, Peter, feed my sheep. When you were young, Simon, you gathered yourself and filled your own itinerary. You went where you will. Sometimes you go to where they will clap for you, saute, until your head will be swollen. Other times you will go to where they will give you a bigger honorarium. Simon, when you were young, you gathered yourself and went where you will. But a time is coming. You will stretch your hand to another one who will guide you and lead you to where you don't want to go. And what did the Lord mean by this? He said he was telling him by which death he will glorify me. And immediately Jesus said, follow me. Between the first follow me in Luke 5 and the last follow me in John 21, Peter failed while following, but he never failed to follow. Then Peter became concerned. He said, how about this? He was pointing to John. You have not said anything about him. He said, mind your own business. How about if I like to leave him to remain till I return? And then they spread the rumor that the man will never die. He said, Jesus did not say so. Read John 21. He said, how about if I will leave him till I return? Did he not return to meet him in the island of Patmos? Do you understand? Jesus knew what? You mind your business. Just follow me. So he followed. Ladies and gentlemen, Joppa was a place of rebellion that threw Jonah into the sea. And as we have learned from church history, these past three or four Sundays that I've been taking you through church history, this is where I'm coming. This is the conclusion of the matter. Before we open the new vista, the new vision, the new mission, the new values of the Citadel Global Community Church, before we say farewell to the past and launch into the new, hear my word this morning in the name of Jesus. The moment the church was scattered and the apostles remained in Jerusalem, they did not stay idle. I want that to sink to your spirit because many of you are men and women of leisure. You are lazy. It's not my fault. It has happened. Now you have a bounce back ability on the inside of you. If you suffer a setback, you don't settle or rest on your oars. You not only bounce back, you don't stay idle. 
itinerant ministry began for the apostles. I didn't mention that all along. I said they remained. And I showed you how multitudes in Acts 15 gathered together again. That a church that is led by visionary leadership, no matter the setbacks they have to encounter, they will not only bounce back, they will launch high and launch forward. Can I hear amen? Amen. We have had our own share of setbacks, but 30 years after we are still standing. And we are not standing in an ignorious place or position. We are moving further. We are forging ahead. There is no stopping the church of the living God. Can I hear amen? Now here is the issue. The apostles did not stay idle. Itinerant ministry began. First, you found them in Samaria. They heard that Samaria had received Christ. They went there to minister baptism in the Holy Spirit to them. It was Peter and John that the apostles saved. And then Peter kept on with itinerant ministry. I want to show you quickly. Acts 8, 14 and 15. Acts 8, 14 and 15. Now when the apostles who are Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Who, When they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Because if you stop at 8, you just think that they remain and they didn't do anything anymore. No, they didn't stay, I do. What about the And I do man's brain is a devil's workshop. Their itinerant ministry started. Peter and John were sent to Samaria. They lay hands on them. They received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But Peter went further. Acts 9, 32 to 35. Peter extended his itinerant ministry through all parts. All parts of the country. Until he came to leader. All parts of the country. You understand me? He was not staying idle and saying, well, they've scattered the church. There's nowhere to pastor anymore. There's nothing I can do now. I, 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 I. No! He preached throughout all parts of the country. Acts 9.32 Now it came to pass as Peter went through where? All parts of the country. Now he also came down to the saints who dwelt where? In Lida. There I found a certain man named Aeneas who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. Then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt at Lida and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Can you really give me some time to finish this so that we can go straight into goals and strategies next week? Are you sure? Yes, sir. Okay, bear with me a little. By this time, Peter has some significant miracles under his belt. At least four major miracles. Number one, you recall the lame man at the gate called Beautiful. Peter said to him, look on us. Gold and silver we have none, but what we have we give unto you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, arise and walk. Number two, 
God used him to eliminate liars, pretenders, and perjurers in the church. Their names, couples in conspiracy, Ananias and Sapphira. Number three, in the same Acts of the Apostle chapter 5, without him saying so, they brought sick people from everywhere and laid them by the roadside just in case when Peter will be passing, his shadow will fall on them. And as Peter was walking, minding his own business, was not looking at the sick, his shadow began to fall upon the sick and they were being healed. And somebody said, you mean the shadow of Peter could heal? I wish it was Peter's shadow. If his hand could not heal his own mother-in-law, why will his shadow walk? But Simon has changed address. Peter has entered into God. And you know, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Miracles happen because a man in God was casting the shadow of God upon the sick. And then he came to leader and he healed Aeneas or Aeneas and the whole city turned. So, where the rebellion of Jonah catapulted him or attracted, catapulted him into the sea, attracted the wrath of God and God positioned a fish, right there, God was ready to claim the city. There was a woman there by the name Dorcas in Joppa. And she died. They had to send to leader to call Peter to come. Peter came and all widows were showing the beautiful clothes she had made for them. And they were crying that their benefactor had died. Peter, like Jesus did in the house of Jairus, Moved them all out <laughs> and knelt down and prayed and looked at the woman in lion state and said, Tabitha, arise. And she rose up and she handed them over to the people. The place of rebellion of Jonah became the duty post of Peter. You're not getting it. We are not losing any territory. We are taking them back. We are taking them back. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say we are taking them back. I declare to you today. The rebirth of Nigeria is near. You are not hearing me. I declare to those who have ears to hear. The rebirth of Nigeria is near. Though it appears presently. That we have a new set of commanders of the Federal Republic. A new set of commanders of the Federal Republic. You say, who are they? Terrorists, kidnappers, cattle rustlers, land grabbers, and treasury looters. They are the new commanders with all kinds of sophisticated weaponry. AK-47 and others. And they are looting the nation. Frightening us to death, but in the name of Jesus, Amen. as Joppa became a 
rebellion center, so we drop out, become the assigned duty post of the prophet. In the mighty name of Jesus, Nigeria will be delivered from the grip of these dear devils. I say, from terrorists, from kidnappers, from cattle rustlers, from land grabbers, from treasury looters, in the mighty name of Jesus. You say, what is the guarantee that that will ever happen? Oh, they are now spreading towards the south. They are now kidnapping lecturers and they are demanding ransom and they are now equating Mieti Allah to Afeni Feri and Ohanesi. Shame on the person who wrote that. Why did you remove the, the, the name of, 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 of Arewa Constitutive Assembly from it? Why are you being partial? Why are you destroying the nation? Why are you equating terrorists, the four most dangerous terrorists recognized by United Nations, equating them to a fanny to harness it? Have they ever raped? Have they ever carried AK-47? And why do you cleverly and foolishly remove Arawa Constitutional Assembly? And are they superior to the others? That's why these commanders will be laid to rest. Amen. A new nation will arise. Amen. I prophesy the rebirth of Nigeria. Amen. A new nation is about to rise. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And you said to me, what is the guarantee that this nation will be delivered from these dear devils? And these dear devil commanders. Isaiah 49. I stand on the word of God. I'm standing 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 on the word of God. That Nigeria will be delivered from the hands of these daredevil commanders, terrorists, kidnappers, cattle marauders, call them by their real name, cattle rustlers, land grabbers, and treasury looters. What is the guarantee that Nigeria will be delivered from their hands? Well, Isaiah said so, not my word. Isaiah 49, God spoke there, verse 24. Isaiah 49, 24 to 26. And we are going to pray for the deliverance of this nation from the hands of these wicked schemers and plotters. Isaiah 49, 24 to 26. Shall the prayer be taken from the mighty or the captives of the righteous be delivered? But thus says the Lord, 
Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you and I will save your children. I want you to lift up your hand and call Igwe back home in the name of Jesus. Blessing Igwe. God will save you wherever you are. God will save everyone in the grip of the wicked. God will save you. God will save you. And God will bring you back home in the name of Jesus. Your captors shall set you free in the name of Jesus. And everyone left in the captivity of the wicked. Let judgment roll like a stream in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hold on. Here we go. Let's read the rest. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh. And they shall be drunk with their own blood. As with sweet wine. All flesh shall know that I the Lord, the commander of the armies of heaven. I am your savior and your redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. In every place where men have been killed, Christians have been killed, Muslims have been killed by those who want to perpetuate them serving power in the name of Jesus. The battle turns against you today. On this day of the Lord, the battle turns against you. All the graves you have dug, you will enter into it. You will enter into them with your family. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will set Nigeria free. From the east to the west, from the north to the south, there will be a mighty revival in this land. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please write this down, sit down, and don't forget. Write this down, and don't forget. Just as Joppa, which means beauty and comeliness, just as Joppa, that was a launching part of a prophet's rebellion became the duty post of Apostle Peter. Just as Joppa, which means beauty and comeliness, that was a launching part of a prophet's rebellion became the duty post of Apostle Peter. And as a result, many were saved. So will Nigeria experience a turnaround. From the east to the west. From the north to the south. And many more will be saved. In Jesus' mighty name. Acts 9, 40 to 43. Acts 9, 40 to 43. Start from, 40, start from 39, please. Thirty-eight. And since Lida was near Joppa, 
And the disciples had heard that Peter was there. They sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. And when he had come, they brought him to the upper room. And all the windows stood by, the widows stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dokaras had made for them, had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all out, knelt down, and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat off. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. You are going to rise up again and say, Nigeria, arise. You are going to, Nigeria, arise. This land will vomit our oppressors. In the name of Jesus. I want you to say with all the grace you have, Nigeria, arise. In the mighty name of Jesus. Nigeria, arise. It's time for you to vomit your oppressors. Nigeria, arise. In Jesus' mighty name. You may be seated. Let me close today with the fulfillment of John 21, 18 in the life of Peter. Jesus spoke in John 21, verse 18. When you were young, you gathered yourself and you went where you will. But a time is coming <laughs> when you stretch out your hand. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you guarded yourself. And walk where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch your ha- out your hands and another will guard you and carry you where you do not wish. While in Joppa, while still in Joppa, he was hungry one afternoon. He was staying with Simon the Tanner. He was hungry, and while food was being prepared, a great sheet descended from heaven, carrying all manner of four-footed beasts, and was held together from four corners with a rope. And God said to Simon Peter, arise, kill, and eat. And he said, Lord... I've never eaten anything like this. God said it three times. Peter refused to eat. And he said to him, Don't call unclean whatsoever I've cleansed. And as soon as the vision ended, he was told that three men, that's where he came down from heaven three times. Because out of the two or three, of witnesses are true to be established. So three men are waiting for you. Follow them and don't ask questions. So they came in. This is important for you and for our future. They came in and told Simon Peter the vision that Cornelius had seen. How the angel appeared to him and said, send for a man called Peter, who will tell you this way of life more. And he sat them down. The following day, he took six brethren with him, with the three, making nine. 
himself being detained, they went to the house of Cornelius, who was waiting for them. Cornelius, realizing that it was an angel of God, who introduced this man, fell down and worshipped. Peter grabbed him and said, I myself am a man. Why have you brought me here? He narrated the story, and Peter began to speak the message that he had from the beginning. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He had not finished when the Holy Ghost jumped on the family of Cornelius and the friends who gathered together and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they prophesied. And Peter said, wait a minute. Can anyone forbid this one from being baptized in water having received what we received? What made us think that we are called apostles is what they have just received now. And they were baptized and he stayed with them for a few days. Can you... Uh, 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 uh. I want you to receive this. It was in Joppa that God gave a vision of global ministry to Peter. You say global ministry? Yes. Let's decode. Are you ready? Let's decode. We are going to pray some prayers this afternoon, but we want to decode. The Bible says, in Acts of the Apostles chapter 10, I can read everything. I think it's chapter 9. Check for me in your Bible quickly. Where is it a great sheet held by four ropes descended from heaven? Can you see it? Yes, in verse 11. Verse 11, Acts what? Acts 10. Acts 10, 11. Thank you. Acts 10, 11. And saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners. The four corners there is representing... East, west, north, and south. If you doubt that, go to the book of Revelation. Give me my Bible quickly. Revelation chapter 7. You will see there mentioned, stated, four corners of the earth. Revelation chapter number 7, verses 1 and 2. Revelation 7, verses 1 and 2. After this thing, I saw four angels standing where? At the four corners of the earth. When God suspended this great sheet from heaven, held by robes and four corners, he was telling him the church is not a Jewish club. The church is not bound to Jerusalem alone. There's still Judea, there's still Samaria, there's still the uttermost part of the earth. And he suspended it three times for, Je- for Peter to know the time had come for global ministry and cross-cultural mission to begin. If you read in Revelation chapter 5, you see that he called us out of tribe and nation and kindred and kingdoms. You read in chapter 13 of Revelation, peoples, nations, tribes, and tongues. He represents a global ministry. When God was ready to share the vision of global ministry, he took place at the same job. Do you understand me? What will set Africa free is about to start. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
It will extend beyond Nigeria. It will extend beyond Africa. It will engulf the whole world. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. You say, how do I know? Because we are in that season. We are saying goodbye to the past. We are not embracing just the new. We are going to the now. Do you understand? We are going into the now. We are ushering in a new season of God upon ourselves. We are going by God's grace next week to the Citadel Global Community Church. Where stars will be born. Where futures will be created. New beginnings. New possibilities. And therefore, we must ask God to cleanse us of all form of rebellion. Joppa is about to be reclaimed. In the mighty name of Jesus. And listen to me. Those among you who like to murmur and complain. Hear me. It doesn't come without a price. Because in Acts 10, Peter stood in the house of Cornelius. And miracles happened. Gentiles received Christ. They were baptized in the Holy Spirit before they were baptized in water by immersion inside water. Regularly is the one that comes before the other. They go, pan, jump into the now, gave them baptism in the Holy Spirit before they were baptized by immersion inside water. Do you understand me? And you think it just ended that way? No. Those who have the mindset that it has to be lettering or nothing. Those who have the mindset it has to be Jewish club or nothing, put Peter on trial. Acts of the Apostle chapter 11. They put him straight away on trial. Acts 11, verse number 1. Now the apostles and brethren who were, in, they used to be in Jerusalem, <laughs> those who are in Judea, had that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. And when Peter came up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision contended with him, saying, you went in to uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter explained it to them in order from the beginning, saying, I was in the city of the same city. The same city where rebellion of the prophet threw him into the sea, entered into a waiting submarine, carried him to his place of assignment. The same city became the duty post of Peter. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, an object descending like a great sheet, led down from heaven by four corners, and it came to me. When I observed it intently and considered, I saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air, And I heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common unclean has at any time entered my mouth. But a voice answered me again from heaven, What God has cleansed, you must not call common. Now this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. At that very moment, three men stood before the house where I was, having been sent to me from Caesarea. Then the Spirit told me to go with them, doubting nothing. Moreover, these six brethren, Emma Daniel, these six brethren accompanied me and we entered the man's house. And he told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house who said to him, send men to? They are going to send people to Nigeria. 
they are going to find out how it happened. Amen. What did you do right? How did you do it? Amen. You know, there are universities in other nations who are coming to Afebabalala University now to teach them how they run that university. It's a starting point. They are going to ask, how did Nigeria turn around? Because this country will be saved. This country will be changed. This country will become great in my lifetime. Let's read. Go on. And he told us how he had seen an angel standing in his house who said to him, send men to Joppa and call for Simon whose surname is Peter. Who will tell you words by which you and all your household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them as upon us at the beginning. Then I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If therefore God gave them the same gift as he gave us, when we believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they became silent and they glorified God, saying, Then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. In institution building, you must hear this, hear it. It's okay for people to ask questions. But leaders must be thorough in explaining where we are to them. Leaders must not become the carriers of the rumors, of the murmurings in the church. They must be filled with answers. You must answer when you are asked questions. You can't bulldoze them. You can't say, shut up. If they don't know, it is your duty to tell them. And if you don't know what to tell them, then ask. Because in doubt, you must ask questions. Peter did not say, shut up. Who do you think you are talking to? He humbly explained the situation, how it happened. And then they glorify God. You might think gathering you together for five Sundays in a row in combat is a waste of time. I cannot do this in a disjointed form. Yes, sir. And all that you have been hearing for the past four Sundays is foundation and the clearing of the ground for the next two Sundays. Do you understand me? You'll be amazed at what we have not done well. You'll be amazed at what we are going to do right. And you'll be amazed at the results we are going to get in the days to come in the name of Jesus Christ. At the citadel, by the grace of God, not only are we going to swim in the bigger river, prophesied and given to us from the beginning. Come! i show you a bigger river. Not are we only going to swim bigger river. We will also have a global ministry. Amen. The whole world will literally become our parish. Amen. When I put this there many years ago, and as, as you see it run, as you see it rotate, I want you to know that this is not just a one branch church, it's a global ministry. The whole world will become our parish in the name of Jesus. The Citadel Global Community Church is where the stars will be born. Is where the futures will be created. It's a place of new beginnings and new possibilities. And as we transit into our collective future, no murmuring, no grumbling, no complaining. If you have questions, ask. Time had come for us to get ready. It is my prayer for you that none of you will be wasted by the wayside. None of you will fall by the wayside. Nothing the hell has planned. Nothing hell has charged. As as harsh will scatter this church. We will grow up. We will grow big. We will grow very rich. And we will grow together. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Stand to your feet this morning. I want you to pray a prayer. Lord, eliminate the spirit of rebellion from our lives. We will obey you totally, completely, implicitly from time to time. We will listen to your word. We will hear you. We will not operate in rebellion. Help us, O Lord, to be obedient people. To obey you just as the Lord Jesus did. Help us, Lord, to be focused on our assignment and to be united around our purpose so that no one will fall by the wayside. In the name of Jesus, I will reach my goal. I will fulfill my destiny. There is no falling by the wayside. In Jesus' mighty name, I will not fail. I will not fall. I will not falter. I want you to pray that prayer for yourself. You will not fall by the wayside. In the mighty name of Jesus, we stay focused. We stay united around our God-given purpose. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, our Father. We thank you, our King. We thank you, our Lord. We thank you, our Savior. We bless you for thus far you have brought us. Thank you for all you did in these past 30 years. Thank you for what you are opening before us now. Land of opportunities. Land of possibilities. Thank you because there is no limitation anymore. Every form of limitation is taken away. We are going to a place of multiplication all around, round about us. Thank you for favor of God and favor of man. Every inch of the way and every second of the day. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the people said, Amen. Amen. One last prayer. I want you to pray. Lord, make us ready. Make us willing. Make us able to extend the frontiers of your kingdom to the uttermost part of the earth, beginning from our own Jerusalem. In Jesus' mighty name. Make us ready. Make us willing. Make us able to extend the frontiers of your kingdom, beginning from our own Jerusalem. To extend to the east, to extend to the west, to extend to the north, to extend to the south. In the mighty name of Jesus, make us ready, Lord. Make us ready. Make us, make us over. ready, willing, able to extend the frontiers of the kingdom. To the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. Until the whole earth is covered with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. As the waters cover the sea. Thank you Father. In Jesus mighty name. The sign of Jonah. The prophet. The words you have heard will not stand against you. Rebellion will not raise its head in your life. In the name of Jesus. You will obey God. You go every inch of the way to please him. In the mighty name of Jesus. And no circumstance will drown you. No situation will destroy you. And no matter where you are, you will stay alive. The mercy and the compassion of God will put you in your position of assignment. In the name of Jesus. Whenever God wants to do anything on the face of the earth, this is your takeaway. Whenever God wants to do anything on the face of the earth anywhere, four things will be clear. Number one, it will look for a person. You understand? What do I say? 
Then it will locate a place. You'll find a person in a place. And then he determines the period. The moment you get the person, the place, and the period, the provision will show up. Don't forget it. Do you understand me? Are you the person? Are you in the right place? Is this the period? Here comes the provision. Say with me, I'm part of the crowd. Part of the people that will extend the frontiers of the kingdom. For his assignment, I'm ready. There's always a person. There's always a place. I'm in my rightful place. I'm not looking for what belongs to another. I'm occupying my own place. And this is the period. And I know the provision has come. You are not going to look for the provision. It's going to look for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say with me, person, place, period, and provision. They all roll together today. And they will attain to every need of your life. Lift up your hand and bless his holy name. Thank him for who he is. Bless his holy name. Worship and adore him. Glorify him. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today. But it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye Bye for for now. now.